The uh, Pasha of Povaduma, Shlom HaMelech himself said that Amati uh, Efkumov, he is a Choykom in many, it's hard to understand. We have to understand what's so hard to understand. But in the meantime, what is the shot in the introductory words of the Torah? What does it mean, Chukas HaToyra? What exactly is the translation of Chukas HaToyra? Now, Chuka is a law, comes from the Shoresh Chokak, to legislate, to make a law. So, what does it really mean, Chukas HaToyra? This is a legislation demanded by the Torah. I think that is the pshat in the in the words. Zois chukas ha-Torah. What I'm going to tell you now, like what does it mean? It's a legislation. So Rashi already says that. What's the problem over here? Why does it need uh, any special excuses? So Rashi says lefisha sotan ve'umas ha'oyla moinen es Yisrael. Of Shavel says, Moinen is Miloshin, I know, they make us suffer with their questions. Loima, Maha Mitzvah Hazois, Lefichor Kosabach, Hukor, Gezeirohim Elfonai, Einlechor Reshusla Hachacheream. You know what, guys? It works. This is a Gezeirohim Elfonai. You don't understand how it works. We'll try and understand that in a moment. But, Lemaise is, it works, do it. Now, what's going on over here? What is the taina of the Umas Oilam and the Sotan? It's interesting that Rashi doesn't say that we have a problem. We have a problem. Yid also has a problem. What is it all, what's it all about? How does Porah Dhamma work? So, but Kamira from Chazal, that it's the Goyim and the Sotan who have the problems, and apparently from the fact that they ask these questions of us, that there's a chashash that they may weaken our commitment also. So the answer is, But what exactly is it that's bothering the Goyim, and why ought we not to be bothered by that? So the emphasis is, I think we have it in, in the Medrash Rabbah in Bamidba, Shual Ovid Kerchovim Echol is Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai. It's like black magic. What do you do? You, you, you grind it down. I'm not quite sure how to say the Eifa. Eifa is ashes. It's ashes. Uh, whatever it is. The Echot Mikem Metamela Mes. Mazin all of base with gimel tippin, v'atem anrim loytihato. Like what business is that? You 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 mazin on him, you sprinkle on him two or three drops of this mixture, and suddenly he's toil. Sounds like black magic. Omar loys Rab Yochanan ben Zakkai said to him, Loy nifneso b'chol ruach tezozes miyomecha. Were you ever afflicted by a ruach tezozes, whatever that is? Omar loy love, no, I never suffered with that sickness. So he asked him, Did you ever see somebody who did suffer from that sickness? Yes, I've seen it. What do you do to it? Maybe an ikrin, they bring some kind of herbs or something, I guess. And you smoke them. 
you make them produce smoke, and then you throw water on it, and I guess the steam rises, and this Ruach Tzotz is whatever it is, it runs away. In other words, we have a means of making this Ruach Hatoma, whatever it is, escape, run away. You know what death is? It's got this ruach tumor, this 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 strange presence of which we know really very nothing at all. But we all know that we wash negrovasa in the morning to take away the ruach tumor. So death also is a ruach tumor, and our means of uh, sprinkling these two or three drops is our means of making it run away. That's what he told him. Mazin olof It's a matter of making a ruach tumor run away. After this guy went away, the Talmidim of Rabbi Yochanan ben Zaka asked him, Rabbeinu, lo zedo chiso bekone. You gave him like an answer just to be matrehem. Lo numa We've also got the problem. Like, what's going on over here? A mace is essentially not metame. The water by itself has no reason why it should be metame. What does he mean the mace is not metame and the water is not metame? What he means is there is chasushalom no ruach atoma. A person dies. There's no ruach atoma. There's no this that belongs to to Negevasa in the morning. We're not saying that there is no such thing as a ruach atoma, but that is not what causes a person who comes into contact with a mace to become tome. That's exerosakosov that. There is a tumor over here, and that there's a tara, and that is my chakika. Chakika means legislation, to be chokak, to make a law. And that means that the Rebbeinu says, I built in this law into my creation. I built in this yesoid that a mace will be tome, that the water can be metahe. And that's simply built into nature. We have to understand that, that our physical world and the Ruchtistical world of the Rabbani Shlolem, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad, it's all one Yichud, and therefore our physical world reflects uh, values which are true in the spiritual worlds. So therefore our world works in such a way that the Guf is Tome, not because there's a Ruach HaTome on it, because Tome has certain characteristics which we can talk about, and you can be massacred that with the being sprinkled two or three drops from the Torah Duma. And that is how I made my Bria. Just like you don't worry. See, have to be understand when we say that we don't understand the reasons of chukim. You have to understand what that means. For example, the Torah calls the uh, laws of nature also chukim. 
חוקי השמיים ואורץ לא שמתי. אם לא בריסי יום ולילה, חוקי השמיים ואורץ לא שמתי. לרואי שמיים ואורץ אקט זה חוקה, זה רבן שם לג'סלשן. No, does that mean that we don't know how, how things work? Of course we know how things work. The, the, the scientists, I can't tell you exactly uh, how the gravity works and all these various uh, forces which keep the universe together and which keep all the, the stars and the things spinning around. Whatever it is that happens up there, I'm not a physicist. But the, the scientists know more and more and more how this works. We also know... We see plenty of Chazalim, and we see all the Mephoshua Torah trying to understand how this Torah Dumas Sugya works. What we don't understand is, like, why did the Rebbe demand that? Why did the Rebbe why was he goyzer in the Bria that this particular thing should be done? That we don't know. It's a law of nature. It works. It works. And forget, it could very well be that we have kashas. What do two or three drops of water, why should that work? So the gzeru gozate and the chukachokakte is that it works. How does it work? Of course it has a mahalach, and of course it has a reason. It's just that the fact of this mahalach and that reason works only because it's a gzeru of the rabbanish There is no innate logic which demanded that a world which was created should have Thomas Mace and should have a Poradumma to be misakinet. On that there's no logic and that's what Shlomo Melah said. I don't know why this has to be the way things are. Now that it is the way things are, just like we understand how the laws of nature in fact are in practice effective, so we also understand how this thing works, meaning that when we are exposed to the Hazoya from the Poradoma, it will help us get over what the problems are with having come into contact with the mace. Of course we understand that mahalach, and everybody tries to explain it, each l'fidaka, and it's a boyodikazach. What we don't understand is, so why does it have to be like that? And on that, Rebbein Yisham says, chukachakakti, I decided that that is going to be. And I think that the Posuk says, zois chukachatayra, that the Torah demands it. The Torah demands it. The Torah demands that there should be a Pasha of Tumas Mez and Poradoma. So that's, that, that is really what it says. Now, why does it demand that? And in what sense does it demand that? So the MS is that there are a number of ways in which we can approach that. Uh, I think that a good place to start is the, is the Ramban. The Ramban right over here, the beginning of Chukas. So he brings Loshn Rashi. So Gzeirohi Melfona Enlofa Rashus Lahare Acharea Loshon Rashi Medivri Rabbi Seino Ukvahiz Kati Beinian Soya Mishkaleach Matam Leumas Hoelam Shiyu Moyen Aisona Bezois Yosem Mishar Kabonas Shiyachapro Vyesh Mehem Shiyataro Kabonas Hazava Yoledas Leumas Hoelam don't have any problems with the Kabonas which Hazava or Yoledas brings in order to become Tohoi So why are they suddenly all hot under the collar with the uh, why, what's the problem? You see that Kabonas can aid in Tara. So Ramban says, No. So That's a problem. The problem which they have is 
Mainly what you do in your base amikdash, so it's a sort of a cultic kind of thing. I understand that whatever it is, I don't know, I, I believe in these idols, you believe in God, that's fine. And you have a certain cult in your base amikdash where you express that service, that the Goyim have no problem with. But outside the base amikdash, this is not only outside the Beis Hamikdash. It's outside the Machane Levi, outside the Machane Israel. It's outside Yerushalayim. It's in completely, utterly, and completely um, a secular uh, uh, position. I don't know what exactly what the word is, right? It's, it's outside any of the kedushas of the kedusha of the Machane Israel, the Machane Levi, and the Machane Shlina. So that to say, what are you doing over here? Are you being makir to the seirim? So the Ramban voemes she lehavia ruach atumen. I don't think he means ruach atumen in the sense which we use it in the morning by Negelvasa. I think he means the tumor. Usrefosa kereach nichoach pachutz. Now I don't know whether the Ramban means over here kabola musik. In which case we're not supposed to try and think about it at all. But it doesn't say over here that alpisoid or whatever it is. What he's saying is that kanirez there is such a thing as a reach nichoach me pachutz that this is exactly the same keilu as the kabonis of the of the of the Zav and of the of the Yoletas, except that those are brought as kabonis with the kedusha of kabonis in the Vesamikdas on the Mizbeach and the dam is sprinkled on the Mizbeach and that is the Mahalach of the kedusha of kabonis and here you have something which is not, it's got the Kedushas Benekabai, it doesn't have Kedushas Mizbeach. And it's outside, it's not in the Beis HaMikdash. So Kanireh, that there is a Mokhaim even outside the usual Gedorim of Kedusha, where big things can happen. That's Neuro Neuroas. That's really, really Neuro Neuroas. Can there be a Beis HaMikdash outside the Beis HaMikdash? Can there be a a, a, a Hanhoge, which is at least first cousin, let's say, to the Kabonas that are brought in the Beis HaMikdash. It's, something is happening over here which is similar to that. There is a Zrike, not onto the Mizbeach, but towards the Heichel. It's miles away from the Heichel. But you s- sprinkle the blood in that direction. So, there is something going on over here. <laughs> but this is not a Mokam Kodesh. It's outside the three machanois. So what's going on over here? I think that what's going on is what we're getting to the to the pesach of of, of how to understand what's really happening a little bit with Pora Duma. Is there an azora outside the azora? Can there be an azora outside the azora? Can there be an azora in the mokam which does not have the kedusha? even of the Machanei Yisrael, and still it's sort of a me'en of what's happening in the Beis HaMikdash? And the answer is yes. And I think we've talked about that in previous shiurim, and we, we are made to that every morning when we take Taka Negelwasser. We take Negelwasser in the morning, straight in the Paschim, that the reason is, just like a Koyen whose nichnas into the Azorah has to do Kiddush Yodayim Baraklaim, so we don't have to do Kiddush Raklayim because it's only like a Zechel but the Kiddush Yodayim Ke'ilu we have to make with the three uh, pourings of water. So we are get up in the morning and we are like Koyanim going into the Azara. That's a Moira de Gezach. 
And I think I mentioned that I think that that's the pshat in the last of the brochas of the Birchas Ashacha. Hanosim Yosh Koyach is not mentioned in the Gemara that they put in later. But the last of the Seder of the brochas that are mentioned in the Gemara is Oite Yisrael B'Sifara Just like the big day Kahuna L'Chovay De L'Sifaras It's a Magadik Azach So when we put on a yarmulke in the morning, we put on a hat when we get dressed in the morning, Oita Yisrael Basifara, a posh of a plain yid who's not a Kohen, who's living in Paxville. And, and, and so he, he's Oita Yisrael Basifara. The hat that he puts on is Lechovay de Letifaras. It's his big de Kuruna Kaviyachal. Just like, uh, just like the Negrava says, it's Kiddush Yodayim. It's Moira in the world. And I think I mentioned earlier this Moyodikashtikal in Rav Shamsavar Hirsch by the Esa Kiddushan by, 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 by Yom Kippur Kiddush Yodayim Raglayim ten times. What's the last one? The last one is when he changes from his Big Day Kohanu to Big Day Chayil. Not from Big Day Lovan to Big Day Zov or Big Day Zov to Big Day Lovan. But to, from, from Big Day Kohanu to Big Day Chayil. He also needs a Kiddush Yodayim Raglayim. Yeah, he needs a Kiddush Yodayim Raglayim when he puts on his weekday clothes. Nothing to do with the kahuna, nothing to do. He has a regular suit and he, and, and, and he, and, and he puts it on. And at that, for that he has to be Makadish or Daim What's going on? The terrorist is that all these things are made to Mayo Adam, that there is a Mahalach in which it is possible to convert something which is outside the base of Mikdash into something which has at least in some measure and in some form and to some extent a, a relationship to the Azor Kiddush Yodayim Raglaim Big Day Kuhuna Kaviyochal Kiddush Yodayim Raglaim when you get ready to that and that is what the Pora Duma is that the Pora Duma is taking a piece of secular ground it's up on the Hara Mishra. There's no special Kedusha on the Hara Mishra. So, taking a secular Mokhaim and making it a place where from the distance, far, far away from where the Besamikdash is, you take the dam, the Kohen takes the dam, and here the Shrita is even by the Kohen. You're, you're doing a very, very big Kedusha over here. And you make the Zrika, it doesn't have any chance of getting anywhere near the Hechel. But that's what you do. You convert distance into closeness. That's unbelievable. And that is what's happening by the Poradumma. So this very, very basic Yesoid that the whole I don't know, I don't want to use Lavoid, I don't know my Kotchen well enough to know whether what exactly what the character is of all the things that we do. But whatever it is that we do with the Poradumma, to do that outside the base of Mikdash, with our faces towards the base of Mikdash, expressing a longing Ke'ilu, that here in our distant place, we could be Zoyche to the similar kind of Kedusha of what is Shoyre, first in the Machen Yisrael, then in the Machen Levir, then in the Machen Shrina, and that is what we have on our mind, standing far, far, far away. That is the avoider of the Poradoma. That's a Neure de Gesach. That's that, that that's that's really a, 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 an unbelievable thing when we when we think about it. And uh, the 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 truth is that that um, it's in these terms that we have to understand what's going on over here. You see, what's Chukas doing 
over here. Okay, Shlach Lecha, we know the sad story of the, of the Maraglim. We've been over that. It's pretty sad. Alright, then comes Koyrach. Koyrach is a sort of a self-contained story, but the narrative as it flows, it's really Chukas following Shlach. Like, why start with Pola Adoma? Why is that what's needed at this place? So I heard once a Shia from uh, from the Wayu. He said that after the Maraglim, the the 38 years that they still had to schlep around in the in the midbar, what were they doing there? They were dying. That's all we know. We know there was the Gzeira because of the Maraglim that that whole Doyle would die in the Midbar and the only thing we know about what happened during that Takufa is dying dying, 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 dying Chazal had a special Mahalach that it was a Tishabav and that, that, they, that they died in groups but the Maisa they were Isaac in dying so they needed a Shear on Hilfa's dying what exactly is dying? what is dying? what happens when you die? Why do you die? What's going on? That is what Chukas is doing right after Shlach, with the interruption of Kairach. But right after Shlach, the first thing that they had to know, and after that, we skipped the 40 years, I don't know when, when the Pasha was said, maybe it was already said at the end of the 40 years, but Chukas goes into the Mises Miriam, and that's the end of the 40 years. We've jumped now these 38 years. Why did we jump them? Because nothing happened. All that happened was the people were dying. Oh, so people were dying. So you need to know the ideas of death. And that is incorporated somehow in that which is metaha from death. Remember, the, the Rabbi Yochum and Zakai told the, uh, the, told the Talmudim, it's not a Ruach It's not at all. But it's death. And death is Tome. Not because there's a foreign body, the Ruach HaTumah that has to be chased away by Reach. Nothing to do with that. It's not that the mace is intrinsically something which is Tome, ugly, wrong, bad, whatever it is. No, it's that our experience of death is a very, very traumatic experience. Now, what taka is death? So, we have a Ramban, we have this Mayodika Ramban right at the beginning of Parashas. When the Rabbanisham told Odomorishan that if you're going to eat from the eight Sadas, so you're going to die. Now, the Ramban over there discusses, so what is, uh, uh, what's going on over here? Like, what is Moist Thomas? What, what's happening? So he says, Baltas, Anshe Hateva, that the scientists, whom the Ramban knew of in his Tkufa. So, according to their ideas, Hoyo Ho'odam Mu'usad Lemisa Mitchilas Hayetzira. He had to die anyway. It wasn't that the Rabbanishim said, before this you would have lived eternally, but now you're going to die. No. Even before he would have had to die. Why? Mipnehe Yoisel Murkov. The scientists said that since you're Murkov, that means you're made out of many different parts stuck together. So eventually those parts have to disintegrate. So death is inevitable. 
so it can't be that he was geyser that they were going to die because they were going to die anyway that's what it means that your Misa will not be the natural Misa which is everybody's fate because of the Harkova no it's going to be a punishment Misa that's how they learn oh But Valdas Rabbeinu, but our Chachamim gave us a different Masayra. Il mole shechota loy meis leolam. If Odovarishin hadn't sent, he would Taka never have died. I, he's Mukov, and the scientists are right. If, if you're Mukov, if you're made up of different pieces, so eventually there has to be a a disintegration. So he says no. Ki aneshamoho el yoyna. You're right, that if the physical body would simply be a physical body, if that would have been all that he is, so Avadagavisi would have died. But there's a neshama there, and the neshama keeps it alive, eternally. Means that's the way it's supposed to be. So the natural state for man is life. Why? Because there's a neshama in there. So there's a neshama in there, and the neshama is going to keep the physical aspects together. That is how it's supposed to be. The Ta'i says, Ki ein ha'akovo moira ala hefzad el eludas k'tane amono, ki abriyohi b'chiyof. It's only people who say the eternity of matter, that it just, that's the way it is. So then if that's all there is, and there is no such thing as a neshama, so then ha'akovo makes death inevitable. Avalutas anshehu emuno ha'oimrim, ki ha'oilam b'chudesh b'chefetz eloika, poshot, you're not going to remain alive eternally because I wish you to be alive. That's not going to happen. Now you're going to die. And that is what death is that it's the point at which the Rabbani Shalom we say it every morning in Davening the Rabbani Shalom removes the Neshama if the Rabbani Shalom removes the Neshama so then we get back to the physical entity and the physical entity without the constant life-giving force which inheres in the neshama so then it's going to die but it's an act of removing the neshama that means this is mamish like the Ramban I think that's what the lotion is very very much like the Ramban that that um, you, you have to remove the neshama if the Rabbani Shalom wouldn't actively remove the neshama so then he would continue living for always in spite of his hakova, and that is because the neshama would pump life into him constantly that's that, and that, but so what is death? 
Atoset little mimene. And what we say of course is Vatoset Lazir be Loset Lovai. In other words, the little itself is only a temporary measure because really what the Rebbeinu wants is eternal life. But because of whatever chashbonis there were with the etzadas, the rabbanim said, "Look, there's going to have to be misa now. What is misa going to be? Misa is going to be when I take your neshama away. But you should know that it's only a temporary thing, and it'll get back to you. And then my rotsun will be neskayim. That's what's that's that that is what the yisoid of misa is. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a mayor gezach." that our real state would be eternal life. Well, as the Chazal, Mochatzti Vani Erpom, the Mechitza, it's a fact that I, that I made a physical world, so the physical world by itself cannot exist, therefore there is death when I, the Fila Cheshbonis which I have, take away the Neshama. So when I take away the Neshama of Ato Oset, Litloi Mimene Ulachazirobim. So that is really, we have to come on to now to understand. So where is the Shoirish of the Tumas Mace? So it's not a Ruach Tumah, sort of an outside evil spirit of some sort that has to be chased away. Chas Vashalom. person is Nifta, there's no evil spirits there. What is there? We have to understand that when we come into contact with a Mace, so what do we see there? We see Lefa'ayra, and here I think is where it all comes together. We see Odom Horishon before the Vayipach Ba'ap of Nishmas Chaim. The Rebbeinishon was little Mimene. The Rebbeinishon took the Neshama out. So if the Rebbeinishon took the Neshama out, so now this mace that is lying there is a physical entity without the Neshama. This is going back to the way we were before the Rebbeinu Shalom created humanity. Those of you remember the earlier shiurim, we've talked a lot about that. What does it mean? So the Ramban says that according to those shittas that even before Odom Horishon was a sentient being, just not a human being. So, by here Odom Lenefeshchaya, so his physical Matthias became subordinated to the Nefeshchaya. After the Rebunishim put the Neshama in, so now his whole Matthias, even his physical Matthias, is part of the reign of the Neshama. Now that the Rebunishim was Kaiser because of the hate of other narration, that the time would come that he would remove that neshama which he was by yipak up of nishbaschayim vatoset litla mimeni So at that point, the body reverts to what it was before by yipak up If you say that before he was just a an inanimate being lying there, the first tzad in the Ramban over there in Bereshus. So it's Mamish that. If you say no, that he was moving around before then, except that he wasn't human, so now it's one stage further away. But Lemaisa, this is the dead body, Kaviyochel, is man before Vayipap Apav Nishmas And that experience, 
that coming into contact with that is somehow a, a, a trauma which expresses itself in tumor in the person in the person that you come face to face with the whether well, it's the transience of, 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 of your life the fact that mitzad the way you really are that means how we experience ourselves our bodies we are just a dead something lying there and it's only the neshama which gives us fears and when the Rebbe Nisham is neuter than the neshama we're back there and this is who we are does is the mensch does it us this is a story I think I mentioned it once about Rebbe Mordechai Shwab Zechot that uh, his younger brother Moshe Schwab, my Mashgirch in Gates said so when he came to 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 to, to Kamenetz oh, so so uh, Moshe, so he roomed with his older brother Mordechai and uh, he saw that he was always carrying around a matchbox in those days they didn't have these uh, things that way you have today so they had a little box with matches in it and he always carried that around with him a matchbox so he Moshe didn't know what he wanted with that thing. He didn't smoke, so what did he need matches? So once when Motka was out taking a shower, he, he sneaked a look at what was in there. And it was full of earth. So he asked him later on, listen, all right, I have to admit that I sneaked a look and I went in. What, what are you carrying that around for? So Motka said, Dos is the mensch. When I feel like a Balgaiva, when I feel my mid is taking over, I look there and I said, Dos bizdu, what are you? You're a chunk of earth. That is a a realization which, which is so mole with trauma so that that creates a tumor so there has to be a mechanism the Torah says the Torah demands that there should be a mechanism that you can grow out of that trauma that you can grow out of that tumor which engulfs you the knowledge of more energy that's a very 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 shattering experience so what does the title say and briefly just because the time is running out anyway and then the, what do we know anyway but it's a when we think about it how does the Tara of the Poradumma work you take this Poradumma by the way, I think it's a mitzvah rabbi. Nowadays, you have this beautiful new translation of the Hirschromish. Yeah, give yourself half an hour, an hour to read what Rav Shamshuel Hirsch writes at Chukas about the Torah Duma. This idea of the Torah Duma Tamima, like the red life force, Asheloi Ololeo Oil, that she's never subordinated herself to anybody. She's never worked for anybody. This is physical freedom in its most blatant form absolute freedom physicality to the power of a thousand this is physicality incarnate what do you do with it you burn it you take the ashes and you mix it with Mayim Chaim that's a moirde gesach See, I, I've never, I didn't see that anybody said this, but, but I have the feeling, you know, it's very interesting that you take the Mayim Chaim El Keli and you put it into a Keli. So, so, uh, really, once you put it into a Keli, it's not Mayim Chaim anymore. The whole idea of Mayim Chaim is that it's part of the well that's sort of, uh, replenishing itself constantly. But when you take the water out and put it in a clay, so then it's not Mayim Chaim anymore.
so really it seems to me that that's a sort of a marshal of death that just like the person who dies now is dead so now the Mayim Chayim when you put it into the clear strictly speaking it loses its character of being Mayim Chayim it, but it still has the faculty of doing what it's supposed to do which is what? that when you mix the afer of the Poradoma into it something very very miraculous happens and that is really what I think is the whole koyach of this enormous pasha of the Poradoma because what happens when you mix it into the into the into the into the uh, water into the Maim Chaim steht im Posok Vlokula Tome me afas reifasachatas. That's such a powerful word. Me afar. Ayin pei resh. Suddenly the afer turns into offer. That's so moira that you can't even be in a spoil enough about this. That's unbelievable. What does that mean? Afer, that means, um, ashes, is completely useless. There's nothing you can do with ashes. It's gone, it's finished. There's nothing there. After you've burnt it up, Gamanu, that's the end of it. What is offer? Offer is Moiradik. It contains the potential of life. Everything ultimately grows from the nutrients and whatever it is, how the science works. Everything grows from the earth. Ultimately. All of us. The plant world, the animal world, the human world. Earth produces it all. And that is the Tara of the Poradama. Bring the Afer into contact with Maim Chaim and the Afer turns into offer. And now what seems to be such a hopeless, absolutely non-developing entity which has no room for growth, no room for development, no room for anything else, it suddenly becomes offer. Lokula tome me afasarefasachatas. It's turned into offer when it comes into contact with the Maim Chaim. So, of course, what did the guy say? What did this guy said whom we met at the beginning? Uh, it looks like Shofim he said what two or three drops of this is going to make a difference yeah the big Kiddush is you know that the halacha is and that's really it boggles the mind that what am I saying we've been saying we've been trying to understand the, the, the process of the Poradum in psychological terms that the Poradum helps us to rid ourselves of the trauma which is caused by our contact with the Misa but what is the halacha in Perigud Poradoma halacha zayin hamazet tzorech lehischaven ulehazos alatome letaharay vim hizo shuloi vekavona hazayos absula but listen to this aber zesh mazen olav eino tzorech kavona elo mazen alo odam ledaita o shuloi ledaita hamischaven lehazos lefonav vehizel achaven so on so forth so, the person upon whom you're being mazer doesn't even have to know you're being mazer, even shloyle And still it has the effect. See, that's what the kusi meant. Now, something new to remember. 
stomach, you take two or three drops of this water and you sprinkle it on him. He's not even listening. He's not even thinking. That is the chayk of the Rebbein Hashem. Zois chukas Now we understand what it means. Zois chukas The Torah demands it. The Torah, whose whole purpose is to educate us, to be mechanachas through the mitzvahs. And the Torah is that teaching which acquaints us with the need of development, the need of growth, the need of not being stymied in one's ambitions to come closer to the Rabbani Shalom. That Torah demands Zois Chukas It's a chayk. It's a a, 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 a a law of nature ke'ilu, which the Rabbani Shalom was chaykek into teva demanded by the Torah. Zois Chukas The Torah demands that this chukah should exist. And yes, it's only two or three drops. And yes, it doesn't even have, have kavona. So it looks like magic to this kusi over there. But the Rabbani Shem says, no, it's not magic. It's not black magic. It's not any kind of magic. It's the kaya which I put into the teva, that outside the Besamekdash, away from every actual Kedusha, outside the Besamekdash, you can have a situation where the Kayan wears the big day Kayan Godel of, of Yom Kippur big day Lovan he wears and he makes his Zrika with no hope of ever getting anywhere near the Besamekdash but it's the longing it's the it's the it's the it's the the the, 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 the Nafshi Choshka Batara Nefesh that's what the Poradum is and when I'm far far away in the grips of the awareness of absolute physicality which contact with death burdened me with outside away from the base of Mikdash except that you ought to be oriented towards it you can bring Tara two or three drops of this Afer being turned into offer by contact with Mayim Chaim this I think was the lesson which the Yidden needed to learn in their 40 years in the Midbar schlepping around doing nothing but dying that's what they had to learn there's nothing that is hopeless even death can be resurrected you can take death and the trauma that death brings about and sublimate it and make it into growth make the afer into offer that is a man of what we could be learning from this Pasha of Paradoma